to the shameless romantic. I'm Kat, your demisexual bestie whose goal is to empower you with more pleasure, banish those inhibitions, uncover intense feelings, and deepen those orgasms. Just want to take a second to thank you so much. Like you guys are seriously the most amazing thing ever. I'm so grateful for your support and through all the creative time that I've taken off and just letting my mental space unpack. I just can't thank you enough. All of you that are still here, you're doing your thing, you're learning, you're tuning in and prioritizing pleasure, of course, and you're hanging out with your spicy BFF, aka me. So as you all know, I'm still very much partnered with Good Vibrations. They are a premier sex-positive, women-principled adult to a retailer. You know your girl has to back them. Like, it's all the things that I love, and I just really enjoy the fact that they really pioneered whenever it came to women's pleasure, women's empowerment, education, and just overall promoting sexual health and pleasure. You know, that's really, really important to me. If you guys haven't already, be sure to like and subscribe and follow me on TikTok and Instagram and threads. And they're all at Cat is Shameless. And as always, we're about to get real, raw, and definitely nowhere near vanilla. <laughs> so we're on episode 36, and I have a very special, special love of my life right here. Like, you guys got to give a warm welcome and a good congratulations. Welcome back to Raquel. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Yes, I'm so happy she got to come out to you guys. We had, like, really been trying to plan this episode for a while, And as you all know, I did take that creative break. I was really just kind of like letting myself unpack, chill out. And I almost thought about just waiting till the new year to do this. And I mean, hell, if if I don't, then maybe, you know, I'll cut this part out. (laughs) But whatever, we'll see where it lands us. But all I know is I'm just happy to be back and chilling with you guys. And of course, bringing my super spicy, sexy girl on with us, Raquel. So tell us, baby girl, what is episode 36? How to know you're doing it wrong, marriage edition. I love it. And honestly, the fact that our brain cells were all firing for this, <laughs> I think it's good because it kind of sets the stage. Like how to know you're doing it wrong, X edition, Y edition, mm-hmm. like oral edition, whatever. Like, oh, yeah. We really just like set that. the stage. So I love it. Two brains Heck together. Yeah. We just like light up a room. So I fucking love it. And you know your girl likes to dip into some juicy facts. So believe it or not, it was really fucking hard to find some things about specifically what we wanted to talk about and and the different things that we are going to touch on today. But we did settle for one that talks about reasons for marriage and cohabitation. And this was like a study. It was done in the U.S. This was back in 2019. And it's talking about the percent of adults who are married or living with their partner saying that um, one of these factors was a major reason that they decided to get married or move in with their partner. It looks like they gave a couple of options because of the people that they sampled, you know, it's not like 50% here, 25% here, 25. It doesn't add up to to 100. Mm -hmm. It gives you a couple of options. I'm guessing maybe it's like a ranking system and they kind of do that, but 
either way, I just think it's cool because the percent of people who get married, number one on this list is love, which I mean, obviously when you are shameless, you're your romantic self <laughs> and you just really adore your partner. That's going to be a big factor. I think that's, I feel like that's pretty positive. Anybody. Yeah. So I'm really happy that we started with that one because 100%. the rest of them are quite questionable. <laughs> a thousand percent. So as that is being said, 90%, that's the number of adults who claim this was a major reason why. And then the next one, we have companionship, and that sits at 66%. They say that. I feel like that starts... That's the baseline of you need therapy. So it's like... <laughs> it's like first yeah. love... Oh, yeah. we got married for love, got married for companionship. We're already at therapy. It gets worse, though. But, like, it gets past the... It does. It does. So, the next one, we've got wanting to make a formal <coughs> commitment. And, I mean, I don't know. This is kind of romantic if you, like, let it be in a mm. way. But is at the it, same time, you just want to do it because it looks like a formal thing. Like, it's... I don't know. It's... I don't know. But that can mean anything. Formal commitment, like, you know, I don't know. I feel like plenty of people do that. Like, Ricky Martin probably would have done that before coming out. True. You know? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just like a formality, though. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it can be a little bit romantic in some cases, but... I think most of them, not really, but I'm just, I don't want to knock it because the rest of these, it looks like it all gets, goes downhill from here. <laughs> so the next one is because they wanted to have children someday. You get married because you want to have children someday. Oh my God, I don't know. Don't do it. I'm not judging. I'm just saying like, you know, it's not, we're getting less romantic here and it just kind of breaks my heart. It's but not that's even 31%. about romance at that point. Okay. Mm-hmm. Exactly. First, it's just so hard to mm-hmm. do it on your own. To get married to someone just because of that, I mean, unless you're willing to do it on your own and not have the other person there, mm-hmm. that would be, like, the safest route, but that should never be. <laughs> that should never. You're right, girl. Trust me. You're preaching the choir right now. Please. You do not have to say shit about that. Um, the next one that we have is it made sense financially. That's 13%. The next couple, it was convenient at 10% of couples. And then the next one and last one is because they or their partner were pregnant. And that's 6% of people got married. So we're just trying to set the stage here. We see the disparity between, like, there's some people here who are doing it for not exactly for love. They're doing it because of, like, the other things that usually accompany marriage. So... And we hate to break it to you, but you're coming from two divorcees who, you know, we just, we didn't make the best decisions. The situations weren't exactly right. Like, it just, we're just letting you know. We're telling you how to know if you're doing it wrong. Because some of these mistakes we've also made, but it's also a grow, like a, Mm -hmm. a launching point, if you will. It's one of those things where... You know, when you're a kid and your mom's like, don't touch fire, you'll get burned. And you're like, you know nothing, mother. And then you touch the fire. Next thing you know, we got third degree burns. We're in the hospital. It's like, but will you ever touch the fire again? (laughs) I bet not. 
It's I like, mean, I like to play with fire myself, but <laughs> we are neither here nor there. Anyways, <laughs> so let's dive into our kinky questions and intentions, right? Number one, I want you to ask yourself, do you want to get married? Why or why not? Really feel yourself out internally and let your your brain and your pencil just kind of get to work on that. Do you want that, first of all? Let's, let's go with that. Number two, if I were to get married, what character traits or qualities would my ideal partner possess? I want to touch actually on this later. There is a huge thing mm-hmm. and a huge mm-hmm. power, I believe, in like writing shit down. And I think this is, you know, manifesting and working not only for myself, I've had this for other people as well. So we'll talk on that. Number three, what kind of partner do I want to be? Who are you going to be? How are you going to act? How are you going to treat your partner? What things are you going to do? Are you going to be, you know, going out of your way for doing things? Like think about the kind of partner you want to be. Uh, Number four, how do I picture my life looking like in five, 10, 20 plus years from now? Number five, do I see myself having kids or am I just wanting to be a fur parent like me? (laughs) Number six, do I know my love languages and which ones do I need and a long-term partner? Mm, That's that's so powerful, right? Yeah, it's so really important. Oh, God. Because if you don't know what your love language is and your partner is trying to like see what kind of things are making you happy, trying to ask you, you might say the wrong thing when in reality... It's something else that could bring you happiness. I definitely feel that's just knowing oneself. Like, Mm -hmm. you should know what gets you to feel good with your partner. Mm -hmm. What makes you feel the best? When What is it that they do? And if you don't, that's alarming. Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you can verbally tell me, oh, I love it when you give me words of affirmation. Or I love it when... You know, same in bed. Like, if you can't describe it, like, what are we doing? A thousand percent. <laughs> what baby. are we doing? Preach. Preach. So, anyways. <laughs> so, I guess let's just dive on it. Yeah. Like, let's kind of talk about where we came from, right? Talk to me, darling. <laughs> so, we got our white wine. We are mm-hmm. chilling. So, let's. I'll start first. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, yes, I was married. It was only... Um, It was only about a year and a half of marriage, and it was, I'm not going to lie to you guys, it was just a really tough situation why I even entered this, because, you know, I was seeing the guy for a while, and, you know, actually about a year and a half, I think, whenever he proposed, but um, the fact that we both were in a very tricky situation, like, Literally, I'll just set the stage for you guys. We were dating. I was living there in Orlando. He was just getting out of the military and kind of coming here. And it was it was rough because we were trying to figure out what he was going to do. And he was trying to find a job after getting out. And, like, we ended up finding a cool position for him somewhere. But then shortly after being there he had to be transferred because he was getting a promotion like they needed somebody to fill that spot and they were like oh you you're a great candidate like let's just go ahead and do it Mm -hmm. so I was in South Florida with him we were very separate from a lot of friends and family oh my god it was so terrible Rachel I know because I I miss you all the time (laughs) and I missed Donna and I miss like my mom it was it was hard like being so separate Mm -hmm. and like 
that in a way I think really kind of brought us tighter together and like very inseparable. And then wouldn't you know it a couple months after that COVID hits Mm -hmm. and we all know the mass like hysteria and confusion and like, where are we going from here kind of thing as a human race we almost thought we were about to die at least i don't know about you guys i thought if i were gonna get sick you know i could die like everybody was just very mm, it was edge. very big yeah and i was at the time i was still a pretty big watcher of like news and stuff so it just okay. further perpetrated the scared and like all these other tactics but i lost my job and he still had that great job And he was like, I don't want anything to happen to you. I don't want anything. You don't need to worry. Like, I'm going to make sure you're okay. I'm going to take care of you. And, like, for those reasons, honorable as fuck. Like, I still respect that man till I die. Mm -hmm. But I think because there were just so many crazy things that happened, we didn't know what was going on. And we still wanted each other to know we got each other's backs. Yeah. We thought the world was going to be, like, over I mean, I feel like, honestly... You know, it's it's romantic. I feel like this whole 2020 thing, it's, like, romantic in the way of, like, oh, I see a giant tsunami coming after me. Hug me. Hug me. <laughs> We're going to die. Like, right. you know, very um, Almost like 50s martyr-ish. drama. Yeah. Yeah, martyrish, like, Romeo, Juliet vibes. Mm-hmm. And none of that. We're romantic. Okay, is, what can I say? Like, we're both <laughs> Libras. So I, I'm not romance. a Libra. Did you just call me a Libra? No, 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 no. I said, well, me and my partner then. Oh, we both were of both, you were Libras. Yes, we were both Libras. <gasps> so we were both romantic. So like, honestly, I didn't know he was a I'm Libra. Not I was shit not about the relationship at all. It was great, but the marriage itself, because yeah. we just we didn't do it under the right circumstances. I feel like we might have rushed it a little bit. I feel like. In marriage, too, you still, you don't cease to grow as a person, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. That, I think, was the problem because when I met him, I was still very much, you know, that age, that cat. I was her. Yeah. And I had so much, like, the universe had planned so much for me to grow and change and develop and, like, evolve. And even I wasn't yeah. able to, like, recognize myself from when we started dating is what I'm also saying. Mm -hmm. So I will take a lot of like the reasoning that our marriage ultimately kind of failed because of that, because it's like one of those situations of I'm changing, I'm growing apart from you and I still have so much love, so much respect, so much honor for you. But I just know you also deserve something else, you know? Yeah. That was where a lot of it, Started and tying back to those statistics, you know, we might have done some other things on we there. We might because it's have like- hit some of those points. <laughs> yeah, Past therapy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, <laughs> it's one of those things. I just want you guys to learn from my mistakes and like not doing it wrong. But mm-hmm. like it was almost kind of like that companionship thing, and it made sense financially. It was convenient. That's just that's just why I did mm-hmm. it then, and it really wasn't as much love base it was kind of based in a little bit of fear because of all the other things that were going on yeah so i just wanted you guys to understand the stage where i said it there 
And we can obviously, Raquel and I are going to dive into all the other juicy topics. Yeah. Um, and are you, you're feeling ready? You're confident and you're going to like kind of spill some stuff about yours. Oh yeah. It's but, your yeah, turn, baby girl. Um, the mic is yours. <laughs> no, but okay. So you want, you want me to divulge why I got married? Yeah. Good Let's God. talk about it. Honestly, this is shameless romantics, but I do, and just prefacing, cause I hold a lot of like shame on it because I feel very um almost like embarrassed why I don't know I just I feel like I look at myself and I have grace with myself for who I was then or I'm like trying to give her Mm -hmm. the grace because preach sister I do definitely feel like a lot of it was made out of this push to like fit a standard mm-hmm. that I I don't even think I wanted for myself. And but you I was, felt it was and, the right yeah, thing to do, right? societal I, pressure so, almost. It's not societal pressure, but almost like religious pressure. Religious maybe. pressure, yeah, yeah. Um, family pressure, um, being super insecure, not knowing myself. Enough to walk away when I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and just a lot of pressure. Just nothing under pressure is ever good to do. <laughs> no decisions should be made. And I think, like, the way I entered it as well, like, I carried a lot of shame and guilt with that because, um, I don't know, I just regretted those decisions. Um, but anyways, <laughs> it all started when... Oh yeah, sorry. I'm click clacketing. I'm too Latina for this. I know, I know. (laughs) Trust me, I love it too. But no, please keep the clickety clacks. Okay, click keep them, but try not to do them. No, no, I know, I know. Okay, let me put my hands down here. (laughs) Let me Latina down here on my lap. But um. Let me let you yeah, on my because lap. I'm like, I'm gonna hit the table and like anyways. Clickety clack. Clickety clack. Shout out to Shia Dani. Um anyways. Yeah, so it all happened on a summer eve. Um no, I was um Let's see, how, how did we get married? I wasn't thinking about it, to be honest. I wasn't like, I, that was my end game in dating. Um, but it definitely wasn't like super high on my priority list. And I feel like I just went with the flow and was too scared to put a halt on things for the sake of, oh my God, like, how are they going to feel? And I mean, like, I want this anyways and it looks good and... Um, but I definitely, let me ask you a question. Do you feel like you settled? Oh, for sure. So that's also a big component sometimes. For sure. I feel like that. Okay. So I, you know, I don't know. That's probably like the best synopsis of reasons why I also had, you know, when we're being fancied as women and all these grand gestures are happening and we're not mature enough to know it's love bombing. <laughs> um, it feels fucking amazing. Getting that ticket to Paris was like, hey, baby, baby, okay, let's 
go. It's, yeah. Um, get you know, a little swept up in it. Yeah. Hell yeah. You tell me right now. Right now. <laughs> that if you, if someone didn't raise you up like that, you would be like, wow, this guy's so serious. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he likes me so much. My life is going to just be like this all the time. <laughs> it's amazing. A grown man. What? Yeah, girl. <laughs> yeah. That just gives you what my 23-year-old brain was going <laughs> Good God. Yeah, 23 is younger, too. I know. So That's crazy. Damn. Yeah. I don't blame you, girl. I mean, I wasn't that young. I was 28 when I got married. But mm-hmm. still, you know. Actually, wait. 27. I was about to be 28. Yeah. Because, yeah. Pretty sure that's, that's when we tied the knot which is crazy to think right that is <sighs> crazy we like did that wow anyways so <laughs> moving on um, i want to talk about like the importance of prioritizing sex and marriage mm-hmm. and the like age old <laughs> trying right it before, before you buy, buy it, it right yeah. like i think this is so big i mean sure i'm gonna be like shamed probably and like church if I were That's to ever change it by the way <laughs> <laughs> but like I just I'm so big on that because you like you need to also what this does for you is it establishes a sexual baseline so that way you know what you want you know what your partner wants yeah. you're like already on a good note and it's not something a really like it's not gonna be a surprise it's not gonna come up and be like oh shit this might change something you know what I mean honestly like if I'm just real with you, Kat, I'm just too much of a freak to wait that long. But That's what I'm saying. <laughs> also like, that. I'm trying to put it in, I like, mean, a good rational yeah. box. But that is 100% but, on my, my mental. There's no way. And also, no I need way. to know if it's trash. If the if D is trash. So trash. Bro, I'm going to be out of No, there. and this like, whole, like, no. honestly, like, I love my Christian fam. I'm Christian. I love Jesus. Yada, yada. But, like, oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. No, I don't think second chance. Like, there should be a few chances, I totally feel. Mm -hmm. And, like, things should progress after that. But, like, if you automatically do this with this person and it's, like, a no, you know, be, like, "Mm, communicate often. But if you're doing this, like, and you made a full lifetime commitment with somebody and they can't even take a hint, they can't take a critique, they can't take a, can you do it this way? It's going to become <laughs> a problem. Like, 100%. <laughs> I would feel like a fool in a man's suit. Like, let's just say it out right now. I would feel like so stupid. I would be pissed off at myself for not trying it a little no, bit. No, but like, died. welcome to my life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> but that being said, though, you agree you shouldn't rush into it either, though. Right? Absolutely like, not. Pacing yourself out yeah. and like making sure you are putting yourself on that mm-hmm. pedestal. And this motherfucker needs to work for your injured, your <laughs> energy, your time, your affection, your attention, like all yeah. the things. I feel like he needs to earn it because then he appreciates it. No, and in that, I do definitely feel like my friend, um, and. <laughs> If you're hearing this, my love, if I said it wrong, correct me later. But no, my friend, she she told me, um, which is so true, men respect you by time. Yep. And so it's kind of like, 
that tug of war of like, what are you willing to do in that time and space that I'm giving you to prove yourself? Right. Um, and it's a game of boundaries because yeah. they want to try to push your boundaries and see what kind of standards you hold yourself to. Exactly. And if you don't hold your standards high, they're going to smell that shit like a fucking mm-hmm. shark in the water. And they'll be like, okay, well, let me hit and then bye. You know, like they're, that's easy for them. They'll know. Unfortunately, this is reality. Shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of so. course it is. But <laughs> but that's a big thing. You know what I mean? Okay. Okay. So now we're going to go ahead and get on track and talk about what the things are that you can identify to know that you're doing it wrong. Raquel, please start us off here. Let's go to number <laughs> one. You're doing it wrong if... You have issues with communication, you're often fighting, or never on the same page. I feel like the one that I can't stress enough is never on the same page. Yeah. Because that will lead to not communicating, for sure. Yeah. Or not being able to communicate. But, I mean, if you're looking for someone, you guys not necessarily need to be in the same, like, level You have to be in in the same headspace. Yeah, Yeah, headspace. But it definitely needs to be like you guys understand each other. I think that would right. be a good on the same page. When you understand each other, you're able to communicate in ways like if you know, if I know that I can get Kat to understand me if I said something in a certain way, mm-hmm. you know, then I'm going to use that option before I'm going to just say it however I want mm-hmm. and 100%. have our guessing, questioning. Right. So that would definitely be. Yeah, it's a vibe. (laughs) If y'all are vibing, then it's a vibe. A thousand percent, girl. And you said it right. Like, being on the same page is so important from, like, little shit about how you want to, like, fold your towels. Mm -hmm. Or, and I mean, that's super menial. I'm just saying that for reference. But it could be something bigger, like, how you want to, like, do an event with somebody or, like, a family event. Like, Literally anything, yeah, like going to the gym or cooking. What's the lifestyle you want? Does this person fit into the lifestyle you want? Were they just in a lifestyle phase Mm -hmm. for to get you, you know, to like be your boyfriend or girlfriend? Communicate. Communicate. (laughs) That's what's communicating for. A thousand. Don't surprise me with a new person at three months, okay? Like, God, that's the words. It's almost like catfishing. Oh, God. It's worse. Relationship. Yeah, it's like you're wasting my fucking time. (laughs) Oh, my God. Please take a hike, bitch. Okay. Like, you don't even come at me with that. Like, you're wasting my time. Get out of here. All right, all right, all right. So back on track. You're number two, right? Mm-hmm. You're doing it wrong if you experience domineering behaviors or like controlling you. And this uh, can be like the littlest thing of like, hey, where are you at? Or like, who are you with? Or like, mm, I don't want you to do your nails like that. Doing a lot of ew. things, checking in and just not trusting you and becoming, I don't know, this possessive person, like you're an object. I don't know. There's so many things that I want us to like loop into that specifically yeah. later. But point blank period, if you can't handle being with a hot girl, do not bother me. <laughs> Fuck off with that bullshit. Like nobody has time for that. Nobody. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you said I'm that saying it's so, so proper. I'm just 
saying. Nobody has time for that. <laughs> like, that's how it just came across. <laughs> I'm dead. Like, mm. ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah, like, there I you understand. Go. There's two ways to say it, but I was just being <laughs> funny. Okay. <laughs> But, yeah, that's just a big thing. Like, don't try to come in here and switch it up and uh, be this kind of domineering person. Like, you are not my father. You're not even anything. You have no control over me. Yes, you're my partner, and I want to love and respect you, but don't come up here changing it up and, like, telling me where I can and can't go, who I'm with, or, like, (laughs) simply what I can wear. It's, It's stupid. You know what I mean? So, okay, number three, let's go ahead and um, touch on that, Raquel. Demand too much from you. Oh, gosh. gosh. And you honestly, you I have a like big part of that because, like, in motherhood, too, you were expected to just step up and handle Honestly, it. I went full Latina. And that's the thing, like, I'm going to be transparent because I think it's really good for us women to be transparent about this. Mm-hmm. But I, it's not like, oh, my God, I wanted to be a mom. You know, it wasn't this, like, huge desire within me. I had other plans for life. Um, and there's a lot that ties into that story. But um, key point is, is I just kind of diverted to whatever I knew. And definitely went cooking, cleaning, working, mothering, pumping mm-hmm. <laughs> there's no time for there's, you there, i i they demanded like, way too much too much couldn't too help much. you out at all like i definitely think he helped he helped a lot more than men usually do but i don't think in ways that are important a hundred percent yeah so like they could be demanding from you emotionally too mm-hmm. um Goes physically back to that love mentally yeah he needs to know where you feel the most love and appreciation to be able to mm-hmm. deliver and, and do those deliver. things for you. 100%. That's the most important part and deliver. Yes. And speaking of delivery, this package is a little bit delayed. So you're going to have to tune in next week to catch the other part of this episode with Raquel and I. Tell us what you've learned. Reach out. Slide in your girl's DMs. You girl is just so appreciative. And I just feel so honored. The fact that I can be your trusted spicy BFF and that you're taking steps towards bettering your love, romance, and sex life. Don't forget to like and subscribe wherever you listen to your podcasts. And as always, stay nasty but classy. Until next time. Mm